Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day mates, it's Bee Buster here. And before the episode begins, I would just like to let you know that Be Scared, which is produced along with Studio 71, features scary stories from around the globe on a weekly basis that aim to fuel your nightmares with a smile. And if you enjoy the podcast, it would be great if you could hit that subscribe button and drop a review. Thanks for listening, guys. And without further ado, let's begin. When I was 17, I worked construction for a small company outside of Kansas City. We did multiple jobs all over the city, from restaurants to stores. On this particular job, we got a contact to remodel a church. We went and gave bids and everything went well, and we ended up actually securing the job. The first day, the day that we arrived, nothing really was out of the ordinary. It was a typical Monday and we unloaded all of the tools and took measurements and just sort of looked around and really admired the beauty of the place, I guess. We took all measurements and got lists of materials needed and we just called it a day. The second day, we showed up and waited for our materials to be delivered, and while we waited, we got to tearing down some of the old rotten wood and broken flooring. Maybe when we were about, I don't know, half an hour to an hour into this, we heard walking in the back room. We thought it was the delivery guy coming in the back door, but when we went out to check, nothing was there, and the door was locked. We didn't think much of it and just shrugged it off and soon enough the materials arrived and we started finishing up removal and we called it a day. On the third day we show up and 
Our supplies are absolutely in disarray. We call the owner and we ask if anyone has been there and he informs us that the church is closed for the week for the construction. This kind of freaks us out a bit but we just slap it all back together and we go back to work. But the entire day when anyone would make a noise or remove something or add anything to the church we would hear a bang behind the pulpit. We investigated it like 10 times but there was nothing there and it never would repeat or do anything unless we were actively working on the church. It starts to get dark and we both leave a little early that day and we didn't enjoy that day at all. On the fourth day, I'll be honest and say that I'm already not wanting to go but of course we have to. We show up at like 2 or 3 p.m. and start going about it. And sure as heck, as soon as we begin, it's right back and even louder this time. I didn't even want to work anymore. We got so annoyed that we physically moved the podium to the back of the church in the end. The banging, it doesn't stop though. doesn't stop coming from the same place, right under where it was. We just try to ignore it and we keep working. But again, I refuse to stay after dark and... We do what we can and we leave. Now, on the last day, we show up and first thing I clearly see is the podium. It's back where it started and our supplies were messed up even more than last time. I am at this point completely over the whole job and I clean up our supplies and tell my buddy to move the podium again and let's just finish this. He moves it and we start working. This time though... There's absolutely no banging, which was wonderful. This goes on for half an hour to an hour and then, all of a sudden, we hear loud running footsteps in the back. We both go and check. We were scared and there is absolutely nothing there. Like, there's not even a thing in the room. This happens about maybe five or six times in the span of a few hours Finally, though, we both agree that it's time to just leave. We start packing our tools and that was when we hear the most terrifying scream from what I guess was a girl and running in the back again, but inhumanly fast. And that was the last straw. We ran outside as fast as we could. We left the tools and had the owner leave them outside and we picked them up later. I never went into that place again and all I can say is that there is something horribly wrong with that church. I never got paid for that job either because we didn't finish it but to be honest, I didn't care. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Apartments.com believes that a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time that you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. 
That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing-slash-time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. So I once babysat my two cousins, brother and sister, along with my little brother at their house one summer. I was downstairs on the computer in the main room when the brother and sister just started fighting. It all began because the brother was snooping on his sister's phone calls with their mum or something, my aunt, using the other house phone or whatever. He quickly ran upstairs though and locked himself in the master bedroom using one of those old-fashioned metal locks to get away from her. As I ran upstairs to stop him from getting a beatdown, the sister SWAT team kicked the door open, breaking the latch and just about got to him, until I split them up and I told her to go to her room next door and dragged him downstairs to sit with me and my brother while I went back on the computer. All of a sudden though, I heard a similar kick to a door and thought, what the heck is she doing up there? The boys looked just as confused because... It was such a loud noise and we thought maybe she was still tripping out. So right away I ran to the bottom of the stairs to tell her to calm down. But she already was there at the top of the stairs yelling, Tell RJ to leave me alone. Leave my door alone. And my heart instantly dropped when I told her no one came up there. She turned her back to the wall and slid to the floor screaming in horror. I ran up there shaking and brought her down slowly, trying to process how the heck that sound was made when she was the only one upstairs. Finally, when we got down, I told the boys to get outside and we all sat on the front steps waiting for our grandmother to show up. She investigated the house and tried to say that it was just a truck passing by, but we all knew deep down that there was no way that it was a truck. A few years later when they moved out, my cousin's dad finally fessed up that a previous owner, who was an old man, had actually fallen down those stairs, broke his neck, and laid there for a week before anybody found him. To this day, I think my cousin ticked him right off for breaking his bedroom lock and did the same right back to her. So I used to work at my ex-father-in-law's law practice. I was in my early 20s and I worked there for years at this point. The office, it was one of those old historical three-story buildings that is over like 100 years old. My co-workers and I, we witnessed all kinds of weird stuff there too. Sometimes we would see it together, sometimes separately and sometimes we'd find evidence of strange stuff too. One time during everybody's lunch break, I decided to stay and work. The kitchen microwave door kept opening though. I would hear it, get up, close it, and sit back down. This happened three different times within the hour as well. Another time, my ex-sister-in-law and her two kids were visiting. They were just hanging out in the waiting area and I was in the room talking to them. 
But suddenly, the kitchen light in the next room came on, and at the same time, two wall photos in the waiting room fell to the ground. That was pretty insane. Also, there was this sort of heavy old school timestamp machine that was in the kitchen and we would find it on the ground all the time. The thing, though, was on the counter, sitting against the wall, and it was super heavy. We eventually moved it to one of my co-workers' office, and it would fall on the floor in there too. Sometimes we would hear it happen even, and there it would be on the floor with no explanation for how the heck it even got there. We have also heard upstairs footsteps, doors opening and closing regularly when nobody was upstairs. My ex-husband worked there too and he said that he never experienced anything like that and thought that it was all in our heads. But he became a believer one evening when he stayed at work after hours. He was alone in his office and a huge framed painting that sat above the old fireplace, the mantel, just crashed onto the floor, made a huge mess too. It honestly never felt malicious I guess. We just sort of always laughed it off and said the ghost was up to its regular hijinks and I don't even know what it was to be honest. I never believed in ghosts but I will tell you that there is definitely something in that office that I cannot explain. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It was a typical Tuesday night, the kind where the darkness outside crept into the corners of the room, casting eerie shadows that danced across the walls. I was nestled on the couch binge-watching my favorite TV series, oblivious to the horrors lurking just beyond my front door. The sound came faintly at first, a subtle creaking that I brushed off as the house settling, but then it grew louder, more pronounced, like the slow, deliberate steps of someone trying to be stealthy, perhaps. My heart quickened its pace as a chill raced down my spine, the air thickening with an undeniable sense of sudden dread. I glanced around, 
searching for reassurance in the familiar surroundings of my living room, but the silence that followed was honestly deafening, punctuated only by the pounding of my heartbeat in my ears. I convinced myself that it was just my imagination running wild, that there was nothing to fear, but then I heard it. The unmistakable click of the front door being unlocked. Panic surged through me as I leapt to my feet, my mind racing with adrenaline-fueled thoughts. Without hesitation, I crept toward the doorway, my senses on high alert as I strained to hear any sign of movement on the other side. And then I saw him, a shadowy figure looming in the doorway, his features obscured by the darkness. Fear gripped me like a vice as I stumbled backward, my voice caught in my throat. What do you want? I managed to choke out, my words trembling with fear. But he said nothing, his silence more chilling than any words could ever be, really. Instead, he advanced towards me, his movements slow and deliberate, like a predator closing in on its prey. I backed away, my mind racing with desperate pleas for escape, but there was nowhere to run nowhere to hide from the terror that had invaded my home. With each step he took, the room seemed to shrink around me, closing in until there was nowhere left to go. And then, in an instant, he was upon me, a dark, menacing presence that enveloped me in its suffocating embrace. I fought back with all the strength that I could muster, but it was no use. His grip was ironclad, his intentions clear as he bore down on me with a ferocity that sent shivers down my spine as I fought. I screamed for help, but my cries fell on deaf ears as the darkness just seemed to swallow me. And then, just as suddenly as it had all began, it was over. The intruder got up, ran, and vanished into the night, leaving me battered and bruised in his wake. As I lay there, trembling and broken... I knew that I would never be the same after that. The horror of that night haunts me and will forever. A constant reminder of the darkness that lurks just beyond the safety of our own front doors. And although the intruder may have escaped into the night, the scars that he left behind, well, they'll never fade away. This happened a while ago, back in late July, early August of 2022, at around maybe 9 o'clock at night. I think maybe even slightly earlier than that. Anyway, me and my friend, we decided to take photos in the forest that evening. Yeah, I know, it's a bit of a dumb idea, but everything was going fine. Of course, slightly scary due to the dark, but all was well. We were two girls in the forest and it's twilight, which is risky, I know, but at around 9.40, my friend's mum calls her saying that we should go back to her place because it's getting late. This was understandable, so we ended up heading back to her place. I ask her, can we take the shortcut out of the forest? And she says, all right to this. And that was our biggest mistake. While going through the shortcut... I see some guy in front of us. I then notice that he's holding an axe in one hand and was wearing a horse mask. He was quite tall, being well over six foot, 
and he was slowly coming towards us. I suddenly take my friend's hand, because, well, I'm thinking that we're about to die, and tell her, do not go there, there's a dude wearing a horse mask up there. But she ignores me, continues walking towards him slowly. With no emotion, I just take her hand and just force her to run to the longer exit from the forest. While running, I'm literally not hearing anything she's saying to me because I'm in a complete panic. While running, I see a random woman walking with two average-sized dogs. Yes, I know I'm dumb for not warning her about the horse dude, but I was in a panic, like I said. And finally, we escape the forest and are about to go to her place. While walking to her place, she's asking me a bunch of questions like, what was that stuff back there and... She also mentions hearing that the guy was running after us. So yeah, we were petrified and we go to her place and we just talk about what happened. And to be honest, I genuinely wish that that was the end of it, but it wasn't. You see, in October of 2022, I was casually browsing Latvian news and see some articles about a dead person in the same forest that me and my friend were in. So, my question is, did we escape a murder via an axe dude wearing a, a horse mask? I don't know if I should report this or what, but I just need some guidance. I'll try to keep it brief. So, Saturday night, my boyfriend and I were heading home after a drinkless night out. I was driving and pulled up to a red light and told him keep an eye out for the green light for me because I wanted to check my phone. Now, I always pull up on the white line. I hate when people stop short of it. I was fully aware and not sleepy at all when I said this and for some additional context, I was going down a slight hill as well. I was up the hill from the light, so I would have had to have rolled backwards up the hill with my car in drive. I also have the auto parking brakes on when my car comes to a complete stop. But the next thing I know, I just woke up, car about 40 feet away from the line by the red light. Confused and a little bit panicked, I muttered something like, what the heck? And my boyfriend sat up and said, what just happened? I snapped at him. I said, let me know when the lights turn green. I don't know. And he said, wait, how long were we sitting here for? I shrugged. He then says, my video's been playing for 10 minutes. And went back through the video that he had just started and didn't remember any of the video in the time that had passed. It absolutely creeped me out though. In fact, I barely slept all of Saturday night, and Sunday I joked about it with my sister. But today, on the way to work, my boyfriend and I passed the same traffic lights, so I asked him, what do you think happened Saturday? Weird, huh? And he had no idea what I was talking about. I recounted the entire story as specific as I could, but he didn't even remember getting home or the ride home at all. So, my question for all of you guys is, what the heck actually happened? Something supernatural? Was it an abduction case? And if so, 
do I report it? And to where? So, it was about 11.30pm, kids are asleep, wife is sleeping next to me, dog is laying on the bed, and I was just gaming. Everything is quiet, lights are all off in the house for the night, and I'm chilling, playing some Halo I think, when all of a sudden I start hearing some heavy footsteps walking up the staircase, coming upstairs. Our stairs are very creaky, so when you get to the top of the stairs, the last four stairs will creak, and they make a loud popping noise that you can hear pretty well. Normal stair sounds, right? Well, it wasn't normal to hear that at 11.30 at night when everybody else is asleep and accounted for. My blood ran cold. I suddenly got chills, and I feel like somebody is about to walk through the bedroom door. I leave creaked open for our son to come and get in bed with us if he wants. I was thinking, too... I know for a fact that all the doors were locked, so it's not an intruder. It's not the dog because it's sleeping on the bed. And it's not our kids because one's a baby and the other is asleep. It's not my wife because she's asleep next to me. And I could just feel like something was watching me through the crack in the doorway from the darkness. I know that it wasn't the house settling because it doesn't make that sound when it does. And that distinct sound is only made when somebody is walking up those stairs. The only reason that I know that it was something weird is because my wife and I have heard the same sounds before when nobody was there. And again, nobody should have been there that night. We don't think that our place is haunted, but honestly, I don't know anymore. Who knows? Maybe we're wrong. So, a little over a week ago, I posted here with my story from this summer that had been sitting really poorly with me. I could share the whole thing, but uh, the TLDR is that late at night, my friend in a very remote cottage went outside, heard a super close, super identifiable sound of a sort of honker-honker clown noise, but nothing was visible. My dog acted super weird all night while there. I didn't tell anyone. And a few months later, my buddy whose cottage it was told me that he had relentless nightmares of clowns while he slept there as a kid. There's more nuances to that, but yeah, that's the gist of it. But things have gotten so weird since then. You see, the night that I shared that, my boyfriend and I fell asleep on the couch. We went to bed and while laying there I asked if he checked the doors were locked and he said yes... I decided to get up and double check in case in our sleepy state he missed one anyway, but they were both locked. I must have woken up at around 2.30 to some weird noises that I chalked up to my downstairs neighbor having a late night. I got up to use the washroom to find the back door unlocked. Weird. I do a quick look around the house, but nothing's stolen, so I lock it and I go back to bed. Now, the following morning, I'm on my couch having a coffee. Dog is in her bed in my room still. There's like a, a sofa table and a couple of feet of space behind my couch. And I swear to you that I heard knuckles cracking. Like one hand and then the other. 
The first thought that ran through my head was, oh no, the door was broken into last night and someone's passed out behind the sofa and I just didn't check here last night. I live like two blocks from a homeless encampment. Weirder things have happened in my neighborhood. And I jumped off the couch, naturally, but when I did, nobody was there. I decided that my best course of action is to just try and control my emotions, set intentions, and be firm. I have a smudge stick that someone gifted me ages ago, so I tear the house apart looking for that, open the doors and windows, and... I walk around firmly telling that whatever it is, that it is not welcome here and that I only accept love and light in this home. It was a nice day, so I left the window right behind the couch open. An hour or so later, I'm sitting there and that window slowly closes, making this horrible squeaking noise and then all of a sudden slams shut with so much force that it was hard to believe. The dog who's now beside me on the couch, gets up all freaked out, goes and sniffs the window, and then just leaves to go behind my bed where she hides in the lightning storms. So, at this point, I'm completely over this. So I went to get out of the house, but at the same time, I mean, I have all this stuff from the thread the day before running through my head about not letting this thing control my emotions. So I resolved to leave, but still calmly get ready like I normally would. I'm in the shower and I just suddenly feel very all wrong. I turned my whole body so that I could see both edges of the curtain like I was sure that something was going to reach in. I decided to be brave and slam open the curtains to find my sink cabinet doors are open and I didn't open them. Last night... I woke up in the middle of the night to two bright orange dots on the wall, opposite wall and has no windows on it. I am weirdly obsessive about no light while sleeping, so there's no little electronics projecting light or anything. And when I kind of stared at them, they got brighter, but I kind of felt like it could be an optical illusion that the longer I stare at something, the more in focus in the dark it becomes. Anyway, as I'm considering all of this... I realize that a third one has formed and is now getting brighter. And so, now here I am, unsure if I'm going crazy or I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to describe the feeling I'm having. It's fear adjacent, but I think I have a grasp on the idea that this thing can't really hurt me if I don't let it. I just feel kind of crazy, I guess. I haven't told anyone about this in real life and just needed to get it off my chest. Maybe just to be validated that this is weird and I am not insane. Also, I should probably mention that I've been having crazy wild nightmarish dreams all week. And this is really significant because I haven't dreamed since I was a kid. When I was 9 to 10 years old, I was laying in bed and went to get off my bed. I put my feet down on the ground and a hand shot out from under my bed and grabbed my ankle. The hand was a dark green color. It also looked really wet and sort of slimy. There was what looked like foliage or something on it too, but I don't know if they were leaves or something else. Just weird small patches that kind of resembled leaves, I guess. 
It seemed like the hand was trying to pull me under the bed though. It was definitely trying. As you can probably imagine too, I was screaming and I absolutely freaked out. I ran right to my parents' room and was just completely out of my mind as I was trying to tell them what happened. I still get freaked out having my feet next to under the bed like that. In the same house too, my brother had a similar experience. He said that there was a hand that grabbed his ankle too. The hand that grabbed his was completely white though, and he said it kind of resembled a Mickey Mouse glove. I often wonder if it was the same hand, and it was just changing its appearance or whatever. It does seem that that's how this kind of stuff manifests maybe. The idea of their materialized state being dependent on their consciousness observing it. This world is way weirder than people like to give it credit for. That much is for certain. So my girlfriend and I went to pick up a pair of chairs yesterday from someone on Facebook Marketplace. We live in the northeast and it was about an hour away but a pretty good deal and we enjoyed a nice autumn drive anyway. I know Facebook Marketplace can be sketchy but I didn't get any huge red flags from the seller. Their profile pic was a flower or something but I know it's common for older people not to use a picture of themselves for that. I clicked into their profile and saw some photos of what seemed to be her, a middle-aged Chinese lady with her family. She was also being extremely cordial and nice. Last Wednesday, we agreed to meet Monday at 9am, but on Thursday night they texted me reminding me about our meet-up tomorrow, Friday. I reminded them that we were meeting Monday and they apologized. Again, I didn't think that this was that weird. The listing was for eight chairs and we were just taking two, so I figured that she was coordinating with more than one person. Anyway, we got out there and I noticed once we're close that the listing has been taken down on Facebook. This wouldn't be weird if we were buying all of the chairs, but we weren't. We pull up and it's this unmarked warehouse on a quiet street. I see one car in the way back of the warehouse, near an open garage entrance, I immediately ask my girlfriend if this seems kind of weird and she says no. The person gave us a number to call so she calls it. The person picks up and we see a young thin Chinese woman, clearly did not look like the person from the Facebook profile, come out and wave to us from afar. On the phone she really quickly says to back up towards the open garage door and gestures towards us and then she just really quickly disappears back into the garage. I drive over and start backing in toward the garage door in this little area that is fenced in from the right side. It was a very tight space too. I stop for a second and look in my rearview mirror. But the garage is pitch dark and also completely empty. No sign of anyone. Having not given us instructions other than to back in... I thought the seller must have wanted us to get out and walk back toward the garage with her, which I immediately knew I was not going to do. At this point, my girlfriend independently thought something was off too. Why did she just disappear like that? What was with this weird creepy warehouse? And so, having waited long enough, we pulled out and we just got out of there. Now, maybe it was nothing, but... It definitely gave both of us a, a really bad feeling. 
And my question for all of you is, what do you think? Did we overreact or was this possibly something nefarious? G'day mates, it's Bee Buster here. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Be Scared Podcast. And please, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode too. Also, it would be much appreciated if you could share this new podcast with your friends and family and on social media too. Thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll see you mates in the next one. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.